welcome to the Center of the Saints. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. And we are in the month of March, and we are talking about reasons to celebrate every single day. Um, and last week we said, what's dadgum good? But you I wanna loved know, that. You want to know what's dadgum bad? It does have to be opposite day sometimes. When you have a pan soaking in your kitchen sink. Why are you soaking the pan for two days, people? You know what I mean? Like, you let have your kids do the dishes or, you know, your husband cleans up. Dude, come on. That does not need to soak for two days. Um, do you know what that is called? What? Procrastination. Oh. And if I leave it long enough, someone else will do it. A.K.A. I'm the mom. <laughs> exactly. I'm the someone else. Uh-huh. My kids have figured this out. Yeah. If I leave these cups in the sink long enough, right, it will drive mom so crazy because I'm such a type A person that she's going to do them for me. I was going to ask you, what is long enough? So for me, long enough is like mm, 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. That is me too. But what was dadgum good? Dadgum good. Okay, so. I love music, and so Sirius XM is daggum good because, you know, when I'm road tripping, I can just flick between all the channels. My husband bought it for me two years ago for Christmas, and it makes me a much more pleasant driver. Oh, Or passenger. All right, so she she has music. Yeah. Um, I have collards. Ooh, I'm not from the South, so collards are not my thing. Let me tell you what's so daggum good. I feel like all my daggum goods this week have been about food. (laughs) (laughs) So, y'all, I love to eat. So, the first one was impromptu date night with my husband at Y Hill, having a big burger with a fried green tomato and bacon on top Mm -hmm. with a big glass of wine. Mm -hmm. And then yesterday, it was Pam's Farmhouse finally opening back after a year And I was able to go and get their barbecue chicken, and I got a double side of collards. Y'all, these are the collards that I've been without for a whole year. I didn't get to have collards at Thanksgiving, at Christmas, on my birthday. Like, you don't understand. I can eat collards, good collards. I am a snob when it comes to collards. Um, For breakfast. Maybe I just haven't had good collards yet. I'm going to take you. We're going to eat some Pam Pam's Farmhouse collards. I'm telling you, I buy them by the quart. I was going to say, like, does she cook for all of your holidays? Yes, <laughs> I order them. and Because okay. why I've never had good collards since my papa uh-huh. until Pam's Farmhouse. All right, girl. So that's a challenge. We'll have to have a Melissa challenge and see if I like Pam's Farmhouse <gasps> collards. That's a great one. I'm oh, my gosh. I'm kind of hungry right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's record anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, we won't press pause. What are we talking about today? <laughs> so, we digress. Um, so last week, we kind of threw out a snippet for you at the very end about five amazing truths about the Lord and what he thinks about us. Like he adores us and loves us deeply. He desires for us to sit at his feet and come to him. Um, he wants to use our past experiences and stories to bring others comfort and closer to him. We are enough. We have his approval, and we don't have to perform for it. And the fifth one was, he'll never leave us or forsake us. Mm. And we put those out there just so y'all could think about, hey, which one of these truths do you struggle with the most in believing? And then we're kind of going to dive into that today and and share what 
which one we struggle with the most. We are. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! We're going to air our dirty laundry. <laughs> Do you want me to talk first so you have some time to think? Uh, sure. <laughs> I love it. Um, I think for me, it's the we're enough and have his approval. Mm. That I don't have to perform. Um like, I know this in my heart and my mind, and I tell people this all the time, and I know, I've memorized the scriptures, I have to deal with it, blah, blah, blah. But I think, oh, I don't know. I just, I feel like sometimes I get caught in this trap that I have to do more for him. He's done so much for me. Uh, I got to do more for him to love me. Um, but then I stop, and I, ne- I have to focus on that truth, that that, that is not true. Mm. Yeah. I'm just, I'm already enough. I don't have to perform or accomplish or produce anything more in my life than I'm doing right this minute. I could stop right now. I mean, you can't really do that when you're a Christ follower because he just like, you know, when he's the vine and you're the branches, you just keep producing amazing fruit. (laughs) (laughs) You are cracking me up. You Can you not talk in scripture for 30 seconds? Uh, you can't. I love it. Well, so much a part of who I am. I know. That's what makes you beautiful. <laughs> um, but if we don't do, if I don't do anything else, I think that's what I love. Like, it doesn't matter how many Instagram followers you have. It doesn't matter if you have a book or do a lead a Bible study or if you just go to a Bible study. It doesn't matter if you just, if you talk to 20 people about your faith or just your neighbor next door. Like, it's enough. Yeah. If you're doing I, what called God's called you. I think do. it's even harder though when you kind of step into ministry because mm. then you feel like you're always striving, right? Like God called me to meet, you know, God called me to do this and I have to do it more on a bigger venue, on a. Right. Balancing that. Yeah. Girl, let me know if you figure that out. Yeah. Well, you know me. I'm always like, no, I'm not. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) I kind of think that we should um, try to reach people, you know, while we're holed away somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) And we just have like a radio that goes out, you know, kind of like Good Morning Vietnam. Do you remember that? Oh, that's so good. Yeah. But like we could just be by ourselves on a beach. I mean, our families can come sometimes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we could try that. I like it. (laughs) It's a new way to it's do ministry. It's enough. Right? It's enough. Yeah. Or I can be a performer. Well, uh, duh. My whole life I spent literally performing <laughs> on stage, and so it's super hard. Well, you're like an actual performer. I know. But that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So imagine. <laughs> I do mine through, like, all these acts of service, but I love that. Like, it gives me so much joy to do things for people. And so I think I have to balance that. Like, it's hard. How do you know when you think you've gone over the threshold, where that threshold might be? Like, um, I'm going, mm. yeah. When I stop and think about it, if I am doing something to get a response from the other person and mm. to make them think better of me. Of you, exactly. That's then awesome. I am going too far. And I am not doing it when I am just in my zone and I am doing it because it's just the way God made me. I'm a doer. I love to love on people, send cards, drop off gifts when I'm just doing that because 
I just have to show love to other people mm-hmm. because I just love them and not so it's because less, of what they think about me. It's less premeditated, maybe? Mm. Yeah. Not even premeditated, but what I want out of it. Mm. Like, am I just doing this because I love, I just love these people. I don't want anything in return from them. So, I, you know me and my brain and how it works. My daughter used to say that my brain is basically probably a bunch of different colored bouncy balls just, like, bouncing all <laughs> over the place. And I, I could totally understand that. But I remember when I used to be in medical sales. And, you know, ugh, rejection, rejection, rejection. Oh, gosh, yeah. And so on days when I just had had enough rejection, mm-hmm. I would just go out and start blessing people. Oh, I love that. And But I am getting something out of it. Like, I'm getting more happiness. I'm getting mm-hmm. more joy. But you weren't worried about... That is the beauty. Yeah. But you weren't worried about what they were going to... They were going to like you more for right. doing it for them. Right. right. Yeah. I think that's where the the thin line is. It's a real thin line. It's a real thin line. That's right. Well, I'm having kind of a down day today, so maybe I just need to go out and make people happy. I think that's a good one. Yeah. As a bartender, I used to say, my goal is just to make people smile. I just want them to be happy when they leave. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people will come not happy. Bartenders have a good ministry. Oh. Instead of the beach, maybe we should go work in a bar. I actually have set that up. I want to, um, with one of my favorite local restaurants, I want to be a bartender's assistant and do a short internship one night. What? And he said I could. I you know I love to help and like chop fruit and chop up their ice for them. They work so hard. They don't hard. chop their ice. They pound it. Okay. Because <laughs> it says bougie drinks, you know, yeah, yeah, with the yeah. cool ice. But yeah, not chop it. Pound it. I think that could be really stress relieving, but they work so hard and I see them all the time um, at this particular, not because I'm necessarily at the bar, but I'm in the restaurant. Uh-huh. Um, well, I'm normally at the bar. Just so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, I want to come be your intern one night. So we're going to, I'm going to set that up. Do me a favor. Okay. For the love of that bartender, don't do it on a Friday or Saturday. No. Do it on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I'm going to ease into it. to get your feet under. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because man. When I used to have to train people, they'd drop somebody on a Friday and be like, you can just stand there and fill my cups with ice. Because yeah. I got nothing else right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pour a beer on occasion, but if you put too much head on that beer, you're going to have to go back to the ice bin. I think I'm just going to have to like cut lemons and things like that. Sounds so fun to help them, though. I can't wait to hear how that works out for you. Yeah, we'll keep you posted on I'm that. I'm going to sit on the other side of the bar and heckle you. <laughs> that's, what my, that's what my friend who owns the place said. I'm taking the day off to sit, sit here and heckle you. I would love to come and bartend too, but I just actually want to sling drinks and oh, jokes. Oh, well, you can sling drinks. We got jokes, baby. We got jokes. <laughs> I can't sling any drinks because I don't even know what the liquors are, so. Gosh, I'll teach you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to continue on that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> we're really... Um, Breaks, please. <laughs> Melissa's having an off day. You know how sometimes you just have a bad day. Yeah. And that's okay. It is okay. She's baby. always cheering up, so it is unusual, though. I'm sorry. No, I, I, I <laughs> think it shows that you're 
absolutely normal and human and it's fun, not fun. I'm like, this I was going to say it's fun. fun for me to see this side of you. I don't mean it like that. Like, oh, I'm so glad you're having a bad day. It's, um, <laughs> it's relieving. Yeah. You to- know, like, I love to be here for you and to listen. I mean, we sat here and talked for 30 minutes, which, uh, you know, about what was going on in your heart. And I love to be able to do that. So often we're kind of focused and. Right. Yeah. And on what our projects are, and we don't take enough time for that. So True that, and today it was needed. So. Yes. Yeah. So, of those five truths, which one do you think you have the hardest time? Not that you don't believe it and don't know it, but just have the hardest time maybe believing, keeping mm. in your pocket, front and center. Right. Probably he will never leave us or forsake us. Which, um, forsake, I'm gonna have to look that word up because I I really want to know what that word means. So (laughs) hold up. But, you know, I come from not having the best childhood and the people that were supposed to be there for me never were there for me. Um, oh, forsake means abandon. So same thing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) he will never leave us nor abandon us. What's the difference? Well, I can leave you, right? But you're coming back? Like my presence is how oh, I see it. So yeah. I'm Got you. leaving your presence for a moment. Mm-hmm. But if I abandon you, then I'm leaving you on your own oh. forever. That's how I see it. So yeah. he doesn't even just like walk away for a minute to go to the grocery store. Thanks. I'll be right. I'm leaving to go to the grocery store. I'll be back. Nope. He doesn't even do that. Right? Like, I can't even fathom that. I'm still all focused on the abandonment issues that I have. Right. And honestly, for me, um, I mean, like, my mom left when I was 14, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I almost think I'm so used to it. Does that make sense? Like, so I just know how to do it. You, well, are they walls or do you know how to do it? Oh, I'm sure they're walls. You know what I mean? But I'm like, oh, let's decorate these walls. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to tear them down. Let's just change the wallpaper. Right. <laughs> and and I do think I don't really connect with people on a deep level because of that. Like some people will think like, oh my gosh, you're being so authentic. And I am being authentic. Yeah. But I'm being authentic about my hangnail. I authentically have a hangnail. <laughs> Never mind the gaping hole. Does that make sense? It does. And so you I, let them in halfway through the gate, right? Yeah. But so you I can never push you fully, back out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never open the gate fully and let them walk into the courtyard. Yeah, I think so. Maybe I haven't let myself in the gate yet. <laughs> I think we're having a good counseling session today. This is free counseling, Brett. I mean, like, I sometimes I think I don't even go in the gate. Right. Like, ah. It can be scary in there. Girl. Really scary. Like, garden gnomes, gargoyles. Yeah. Strange creatures in the weeds, like snakes and stuff, and rats that have, like, built nests, and I don't know, (laughs) raccoons and possums and stuff. Right. So I think probably abandonment, and I, it's weird though, because I'm always, I talk to God every day, all throughout the day. Like God's my therapist. I talk to him too. It's kind of fun. He's always there. Right. 
You can talk as much as you want. Like, God, did you just see that? What is happening? I even thank him for good parking spaces. <laughs> Truth. I love it. I'm like, oh, Lord, thank you for this good parking space on such a rainy day. You're the best. Mm, maybe if I talked to him more, I'd get a better parking space. Or if I thanked him for a parking space. <laughs> So I think um, we may have just discovered that Melissa should probably go back to therapy. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that there are certain areas in our life that are always easier to work around than to work through. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that there are those same areas. I mean, I was talking with a great friend yesterday and she has a super deep, incredible relationship with the Lord. And she's like, I feel as if this lesson and hers is about what other people think of her as well. Um, in that same vein, the performance, but, um, we just, God keeps circling back to the certain lessons in our lives and, I think it's because he can't take us all the way down with a deep root, right? I mean, if he just went straight in and yanked that oh, sucker yeah, out, yeah, yeah. it would destroy the foundation. So he's so gracious in, he keeps circling back. He takes out a layer of dirt. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's go back. Let's get another layer, you know, yeah. and we're going to get down there and we're going to get to that root, but he's real gracious, but we have to keep repeating it until we get to the bottom, mm-hmm. to the bottom layer of that. Oh, I imagine circling the drain. <laughs> okay. Let's work on your perspective. Okay. <laughs> you are not in a drain. I'm drowning. <laughs> I think sometimes it feels as if nothing's happening. In those areas of our life. Yeah. Too. Like when that soil has been cultivated, for lack of a better analogy, since we're on it. But what's beautiful about that is if you think about when a seed is planted for a long time, you don't see the flower or the little stem growing up, but there's still growth happening and change because the roots are growing down Uh to collect more nutrients and soil and then it is going to start blooming over the surface of the dirt. Girl, let me tell you something. Those seeds that I planted last year pop up this year because they did not come out last year. I'm going to take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pray that they do. I mean. I, sometimes, you know, sometimes. I don't, I don't know the difference between. I can't ever remember perennials and annuals. but Oh, perennials come back every year. Annuals, you have to replant. Oh, Annually, see, you got to replant them. Annually. I don't ever own an annual plant. That's so annoying. I used to rent a lot, and so I would in my rentals. Oh, I just need something that comes back every year. Right, me too now, for sure. Seems so much easier. In my yard, but all this drama does not need to come back. Does need to boomerang back. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Does not. Just my perennials out in the yard. I don't need a perennial (laughs) problem, please. (laughs) But sometimes some of those things, it does take it coming back and resurfacing. You know, Paul never got rid of whatever thorn, we don't know what it was, but whatever thorn that was, he would pray that the Lord would completely remove it from him, and the Lord never did. And I think some things, um, I mean, we're obviously a constant work in progress, but there's some things that just keep us humbled and at the Lord's feet. (sighs) Think about if we, like, had all of our, you know, as stuff 
together. <laughs> I'm going to say it. <laughs> she, it's that kind of day, people. There might be a cuss word. Get your shit together. <laughs> you know, what if we, we, it would be an illusion. Like, we don't. I mean, we're only going to have it all together once we get to heaven. Right. Ain't nobody ready for that. Heaven? <laughs> well, actually, we all. I'm like, it would be so much easier. It would be oh my so gosh. much easier. It would be the easy way out. Love y'all, but peace out, <laughs> peace man. Out. <laughs> oh. But I also think, like, you just have to, you know, as you grow older, you change, right? Mm-hmm. And your perspective changes, and your, I don't know, your preferences change. They do. That's why those roots are so important. Your yeah. flower may look different. Your flower may look different. <laughs> your plant. Yeah. Or your weed. <laughs> Hopefully the weeds are gone the older you get. I think we've gone around a lot of circles today. We've kind of um, done a lot of ring around the rosy. And, but I think the point is that the bottom line is that there are a lot of truths that we all know in our hearts of, about the Lord. But sometimes it is the difficult part is grasping them. And it's easier to share those truths with others than it is to actually grasp it for ourselves. It's easier to believe it on some days and to, and to find peace in those things some days than it is other days. And I think like figuring out what it is that your thing is that you have a hard time accepting. Mm-hmm. And just praying over it and asking God to help your unbelief in that aspect. It's one of my favorite verses mm. um, where the guy goes for his son and asks Jesus to yeah. heal him. And he said, do you believe? And he said, well, help my unbelief. Mm. And so I love that because God will always fill the gap for you. Always. And for me, it's so freeing as a doer. To remember my scripture talk, <laughs> he really is the vine, and if we and oh. <laughs> and that deep root. I think that's why I went down the plant alley because I use that scripture. But and we are the branches, and when we're connected to him, then we do grow and we do change and we do produce fruit. And it's not up to us. And there's something so freeing and releasing in that when you finally accept and acknowledge like it's not all up to me i'm not in charge woohoo finally <laughs> i ain't in charge of something i mean you know like i'm in charge of everything else around these parts but i don't have to do this jesus has got it you know let him take the wheel and find that peace in that uh-huh. and um confidence in like shoo and release like oh thank you jesus yeah, I was reading in a book, and they were talking about a blacksmith, and the blacksmith said, you know, he takes the scrap metal, and he puts it to the fire, mm. and then he hammers it, and then he does the whole process again, and two or three times in the process, he'll know if that scrap metal is going to be worth anything, oh. and if it's not worth anything, then he tosses it on the scrap pile, where it's sold for pennies, right? And so, probably not today, but, <laughs> so that's just God taking us and putting us in the fire and, you know. Refining us. Refining us. And the last place you want to be is in the scrap pile. He, he, he is never going to put you in the scrap pile. <laughs> right. Let the record show you put yourself, we put ourselves in the scrap pile. Mm. But God is always trying to get us back out. Right. And make us into something beautiful. So, you know, we give up on ourselves. Mm-hmm. But 
holding on tight to the truth that God never lets go of you. He never sees you, uh, sees any of us as scrap or a waste is so important. And we hope that you can grasp that today mm-hmm. and some of those truths. And we'd love to hear which ones, you know, which one or ones that you may struggle with. And we hope to talk more about those maybe in a future podcast. But we appreciate you being with us today. And um, we look forward to being with you next week on The Center in the Saints.